guys, I'm Dr. Tio Wenlin, and thank you for joining me once again on my podcast, Dermatologist Talks Science of Beauty, your beauty podcast that presents an alternative view of the science behind beauty, perception, and all things related to skincare and skin health. Today, we're going to talk about how natural light makes you look and feel beautiful. Now, beauty lighting is essentially the science behind how light effects can flatter one's facial features. Yep, to set the record straight, I'm saying that natural light from the sun and not filters or studio lighting can make you look beautiful. Well, before you jump the gun and wonder if you've heard me wrong, um, because aren't dermatologists always saying that the sun is bad for you and your skin? Let me set the stage for what we are going to discuss in this episode. Firstly, daylight from the sun is essential for our mental and psychological well-being. And in fact, it forms the very basis of our organ functioning, a naturally occurring biological clock known as the circadian rhythm. Second, the harmful effects of the sun on our skin arises primarily from the UV spectrum of the sun's rays and not visible light, which is what causes us to be able to see. Finally, photographers mostly agree that natural light is the most flattering sort of lighting, which even artificial lighting may not fully achieve. The last three podcasts, we have been focusing on the neuroaesthetic pathway, which explains how the field of cognitive neuroscience helps to determine human perception of beauty. Today's episode is going to be on the physical phenomena of light and the biological basis of vision so that it explains how our eyes actually see things as we do. First of all, on the subject of light, which many of us take for granted because we have functioning vision. We live in a world filled with light and color simply because our eyes can see. Natural light is traditionally regarded as the most flattering sort of lighting because it is inherently rich in red light, which contains a balance of all the colors in the rainbow. And in fact, natural light is regarded as the gold standard for beauty lighting, Artificial lights, on the other hand, uh, can sometimes be tricky because they often do not emit enough red uh, so that the individual looks naturally radiant and healthy. Our eyes see essentially by detecting light, which is reflected off objects. And the basic physics behind this phenomenon is that the light illuminating our face, for example, must contain a natural balance of colors. So then these can then be reflected off our face and be seen by people around us. So we've discussed the effect of light on perception 
and the contrast between natural versus artificial lighting. But did you also know that light can actually put us in a better mood? And when we are in a better mood, we will tend to see things as more agreeable to us rather than disagreeable. And being disagreeable is surprisingly noteworthy because it's actually one of the key markers for psychological well-being. Now, the impact of light on our psychosocial well-being must be emphasized here. So the human reaction to light uh, is actually pretty well studied. Our body clock, for example, follows a circadian rhythm, which is essentially a 24-hour clock, which cues us to daytime and nighttime as a time for work and rest, respectively. And many psychiatric disorders, uh, such as seasonal affective disorder, type of depression, uh, ADHD and schizophrenia, have all been linked to disturbances in the circadian rhythm. In fact, the lack of sunlight during winter months leads to a mood disorder known as seasonal affective disorder, a form of depression associated with lack of sunlight or daylight in one's environment. Well, as a dermatologist, uh, I feel that uh, our field has certainly focused a lot of research on the harmful effects of damaging UVB and UVA rays. Um, but what is truly essential, though, is the spectrum of visible light, which we take for granted, uh, that is immensely important for our overall well-being and also in terms of shaping the way we see the world around us. Uh, I think we are aware, of course, uh, in social uh, contexts, uh, lighting also plays a role. Candlelight dinners, for example, are deliberately lit in a way that is flattering for the individuals um, in that setting. It's designed essentially to make people look attractive. Um, but what we may not fully appreciate is that the light that we let into our daily lives that we are exposed to can also determine how we feel for the rest of the day. And simply put, when you're in a good mood, everything around you just seems more beautiful. And that's pretty easy to understand, isn't it? The biological basis of this is actually extremely fascinating. Um, there is, in fact, a third receptor in the eye, uh, which demonstrates um, that um, a particular color of light essentially suppresses the production of uh, the production of a sleep hormone, melatonin, by sending a message to uh, a part of the brain, which we know as the hypothalamus. Morning light, daylight, for example, triggers this receptor uh, to send a message that suppresses the production of melatonin in the brain, um, while the pituitary gland then moves uh, and steps up the production of another hormone known as serotonin. And many of you would have heard of serotonin, and it is in fact also prescribed by psychiatrists uh, to 
individuals who may have some form of a mood disorder and is naturally found in our bodies. Uh, it works to elevate our moods and also to increase our motivation levels, which is a key uh, marker of psychological well-being. So that actually allows us to perform well throughout the day. And if our body receives insufficient light during the day, uh, it's actually proven that we then may not produce enough melatonin to support a good night's sleep. The natural behavior of all living beings um, and even plants, for example, is to seek out areas of light as opposed to darkness. And I think that our ability to perceive um, is really uh, closely linked to light perception. Um, and light perception itself has actually been proven to directly induce positive hormones in our body. Um, and these hormones are required for our day-to-day -day psychosocial uh, and mental well-being. And it's really important to highlight that, um, you know, very often when we find ourselves feeling psychologically well and calm, it's much easier for us to perceive beauty in other people and in our surroundings, or at least experience positive emotions, which are part of an aesthetic experience. What we have shared about in the previous episodes, that is essentially this emotion that we all crave for and sometimes is described as beauty. I feel that at the end of the day, um, this overall sense of being calm and agreeable, uh, they are actually very positive, very beneficial emotions in terms of our health, um, as opposed to us being disagreeable or fault-finding, which essentially presents as a form of mental and hence physical stress to us because of the uh, connection that our brain hormones have uh, with the rest of our body. Finding imperfections or flaws um, in ourselves or in other people, uh, for example, can actually present as a form of stress to us. And we've also shared about how besides uh, being closely tied with our mood uh, lighting itself can actually be cleverly used to enhance our physical appearance. It's perhaps interesting for us to reflect on the commonly used phrase, uh, you know, to see someone in a harsh light or to see yourself in the best light, um, and how these phrases actually originated. Well, it turns out that the physical phenomena of light perception, as we discussed, can quite literally change how one feels about another person. And for our social media savvy listeners here, we're not talking about filters. Nature herself clearly knows how to light us up, so we are always looking our best. That is, in daylight. Light directly impacts perception, from photography, as we've discussed, to art, and even in our day-to-day -day social interactions. 
At the end of the day, I hope that uh, the take-home message for my listeners today can be seeing yourself. Uh, firstly, in the best light possible, other second, as nature intended it. Also, that we not forget to follow her rhythm of daylight and nighttime as part of a healthy lifestyle choice. So it turns out that the origins behind the phrase "to see in the harsh light" is a story that is, in fact, more science than semantics, and is an example of the many unique tales about beauty and perception that our beauty podcast exists to tell. Well, think about it this way: the literal effect of placing an individual in unflattering lighting results in highlighting the individual's flaws, which consequently affects the viewer's emotions as well. So, in essence, if you want to be happy and beautiful, first decide to see yourself and everyone in the best light possible. The topic discussed today、um, about the natural physical phenomena of、uh, natural daylight enhancing facial features, bringing out the best, and hiding imperfections is perhaps a lesson for mankind in the art of seeing perfectly what may be truly imperfect. And this, together with the concept of the flawed beauty of nature, present phenomena which will remain as fascinating as the neuroscientific pathways that influence our perception of beauty. Well, that is it for today's podcast. Thank you for joining me on Dermatologist Talks Science of Beauty. You may follow me on my Instagram at Dr. Tio Wan Lin for the latest podcast updates. We have a new episode releasing every Sunday, and we certainly hope that you enjoy your journey into beauty with us. <music>